Hello, you're listening to the Taku Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. And today we are reviewing The Boy and the Beast, or Bakemono no Ko. We've waited a year, two years, three years for this. Shoot. Just a year. It feels like it's been forever. It was in Japanese theaters back in uh, 2015, July, I believe. And it is bad. now on home video release. Yes. In, in America. We just got it, like, yesterday. Yeah. And I, I guess I, when we post this... I guess it's two days ago or so yeah. if we post it tomorrow. I, I, I hope so. I, I, I was like, no, Andrew, we're going to watch this and we're going to watch it I, now. I this big old pile of stuff going. We got review <laughs> requests and he's like, oh, by the way, Boy and the Beast comes out tomorrow. I was like, oh, that's right, huh? I'm excited. And I'm like, yeah, but I was thinking of putting it off because we have a lot of things. And I'm like, no, we're doing it now. Okay. <laughs> Overnight it. Ship it. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, we were really excited for this one. It was first announced. It was like, oh my gosh, another Momo Hosoda. We like Momo Hosoda. We love Momo Hosoda. So it's it's on us to jump on that. Uh, if people don't remember, we thought uh, Wolf Children, which was another Momo Hosoda film, was basically perfection. We we knew, we ourselves, in our own opinion, believe that that movie was perfect the way from beginning to end how they made it. So uh, sure enough, if the next one that comes up, we're definitely going to be excited about it. And that's a boy and his beast, so we're jumping on it. Uh, but yeah, like I said, it was released back in 2015. Uh, it was done by Studio Chizu, and if you don't know who Studio Chizu is, uh, it's basically Mamoru Hosoda's new studio. He left Madhouse and created this during Wolf Children, and that's so pretty much all you have in its history is Wolf Children. So, but yeah, like I already mentioned, it was created and uh, directed by Mamoru Hosoda. Um, was an original piece of work uh, created from Momo Hosoda. Uh, and if you don't know who Momo Hosoda is, did Wolf Children, Summer Wars, uh, The Girl Who Left Through Time, uh, lots of really great movies that uh, we both enjoy. So, yeah, I guess we can jump right into it. Uh, the story itself of The Boy and the Beast follows, uh, at the beginning, this boy named Ren, and Ren is basically an orphan. He had run away from home after his mother died, and... His family could not f- locate his father who left him. And so in anger of the kind of conflicts that was happening in the room at the time, the, the loss of his mother, he decided to just run out of the house, ran away, uh, started living in back alleys and, and whatnot. And at some point, he meets this little itty-bitty little, what he calls it, look like a mouse or something like that. Um, still, <laughs> still don't lonely. know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> Still lonely at that point, but at some point, as he's uh, kind of overcaught in his sorrows and kind of just tucked away in a corner, uh, these two uh, figures walk by him, and they stop before him. One of them turns and looks at him and kind of questions him as to why he's there and where his parents are at, and he grabs Ren's face. Ren notices that this person that has grabbed him is has a beast face under this clout, and the beast kind of just says, you want to come with me? And he kind of walks away and Rin kind of hesitates to begin with, but they kind of go around a corner and Rin's like, whatever. And he kind of chases after them. And through a series of events, he ends up finding himself being pursued by cops, sees this figure that once seen him, followed him through some alleyways and ends up in the world of the beasts. And it's kind of in the setting where, yeah, humankind is in their own world. It's a modern day setting but like parallel to this world of humans, there's also the the kingdom of beasts. And in this world, it's just rampant with what looks like, you know, beast humanoid looking people and 
One of them is Kuma, uh, Kumatsetsu, who was the one that kind of asked Ren if he wanted to come with him. He's actually one of two uh, of these beasts that is actually in line to become the next Lord of the Beasts. Because the current Lord of the Beasts, uh, Soshi, he is kind of done. He wants to be reincarnated. He's been a lord for so long. He wants to be reincarnated. He's kind of deciding what he wants to be. Um, but once he decides what he wants to be reincarnated as, somebody has to take over. And it's being decided between two, it's kind of been prophesied between two, uh, being uh, Kumatetsu and Yu, I'm going to struggle with his name, Yuozan. And Kumatetsu has never had a, uh, any kind of pupils. He's never had children. Whereas Yuuzan has had two, he has two children and he's had tons of, of pupils that have trained under him. And so it's kind of weird that this Kumatetsu guy just decides I'm going to take this random stray boy and I'm going to make him my pupil. And everybody thinks he's crazy. You're not allowed to have humans in this world because they have darkness or whatever. So you can't have them in this world. But he's just kind of like, I'm going to have this boy be my pupil. But that's great, you would think at first, because, you know, Ren does, is no longer has a home. He's he's a stray kid. He He's an orphan. And here's this guy that's going to take care of him and make him his pupil. But at the same time, Kumatetsu seems lazy. He's very loud. He's violent. And he he sucks at training. <laughs> and that's made, uh, you know, apparent very, very quickly. So the idea of even being his pupil is just kind of broken because he's 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 never taught anybody how to do this kind of stuff. So it kind of just follows him as Ren is in now in this this beast world. He's kind of a fish out of water, but at the same time becoming the pupil of this person that's never had a pupil before. The struggles of this Kumotetsu and him training him, his issues with what he's going, going through right now with, with fighting against uh, somebody else for lordship, and all that kind of is wrapped up around there. A, a child without a with without parents, a uh, a beast without children, training, all that kind of stuff is kind of wrapped up in this whole world. Um, but yeah, do you, do you want to start off with uh, your thoughts on the story? I yeah, I, this being a a um, uh, a a film, it it has this great feel of being able to balance the the real deep family feel to it and yet still keep this uh like slice of life yet and and still at the same time keep a a level of the fantastical and yet it's it all kind of wraps up in this like um happy bow of just a believable story to us to a certain extent i'm not going to say that it's i mean it is fantastical no don't get me wrong i mean you're you're especially once you get into like the darkness and stuff like that it's definitely a fantastical story yet it still feels kind of true to life i mean keeps it down to the basic levels of what is true to being a human being in, in general does that make sense and I think that's what this this movie captures. I mean, yeah, we'll we'll discuss what what I think really was kind of the the main hitting points of this show. But when it really comes down to it, it's it still balances those things when it comes to the story. I think the story in itself was just based on the idea of two hard headed people coming together and making each other better. Is really what I got out of this this show more than anything. I, I could see definitely the the element of of 
of of two stubborn people kind of finding an, uh, a medium. There was definitely a good partnership there. I think in regards to Mawaharsada's usual work, I think the family aspects of this one was very weak. And I think that's mainly because I was... I think throughout the movie, I was trying to f- peg it down to this is what it's saying. And I, the entire time I'm going through it, I'm like, okay, this is what it's saying. And it, I don't think that's really a good perspective to take it because it, I think it's it's got a cool story that it's going through throughout the entire thing. But I think to say that it is going out of its way for a particular statement, it was – yeah, it was there. But I think it was trying to do so many things that it never quite stuck on one particular thing. And I, 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 told, I told Chris immediately after we got done watching it, I'm like, you know, that would have been a perfect, you know, 13-episode show because I think it had a lot of cool ideas in there. It just didn't have enough time to do all of them. Like, he, he had all these cool little things and cool transitions that were going throughout this entire story. And I think they're really cool little transitions, but it didn't have enough time to really stick each one of those transitions because – I mean, one of the, the major parts of it is really this idea of, well, these are the beasts and these are the humans. And they had this kind of moment of trying to say, you know, being on one side so long, you kind of have a change that happens. I, I guess that's the best way I can put it without spoiling things. And they tried to kind of play off of that, but they didn't quite do it right. So it felt jarring instead. And so there was elements like that throughout the entire thing that I was going you were going to do something here, but I think you just transitioned too quickly here. So it doesn't quite stick, but I, I appreciate what you were doing there. And so I kind of just move on from there. But I think as a story as a whole, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the, uh, it wasn't so much relying on the fish out of water element, but it was kind of there. And I enjoyed that element of kind of visiting this world, going into it, following it along with Rin, and then kind of throwing a, in a decent little cool rivalry slash pupil story in there as well well okay when i say when i say family i mean it more in a in a broader sense because i i i I get that technically i if you look at it from this kind of a weird perspective it does i mean ren is basically running away from his family he doesn't want to be he hates his family when it comes down to it but when it comes down to it he wanted somebody to because I, if if I was looking at it from a grand scheme, I I, I see a a theme more of acceptance in general. Um, I think it's tied into family mostly because like Ren, when when him and Kuma get together, it, it was you almost could see he wanted somebody to just run after him and say, "I want you," you know. As much as he hated everything, he wanted somebody to tell him he they wanted him. That's what they want. He wanted, and I think that just came out just screaming at the top of this show's lungs. It just this is what this boy wants, and Kuma was the only one who showed any interest in him. And so yeah, when when Ren followed him, it was kind of his way of saying yeah I I. I I'm interested, but when it really comes down to it, are you going to be the one that's going to say you want me? And when he ran away from Kuma, he and and Kuma was chasing him down and saying, 
you know, just freaking out on him. It was, it was that. And, and, and later on when, when, when things were going on that, that are way deep into spoiler, I, I see a lot of things of accepting yourself, accepting the people around you, accepting this, accepting that. I, there was all kinds of that, but it was all filtered through this idea of family. I still think that, um, he has this very strong idea of what family is. And, I don't think it's just centered around mom and two kids or or this this grandma. It, he he was trying it from a different perspective. This is a, a dad really is. Yeah, dads don't say things the right way, but when it comes down to it, they still love. Yeah. Um I appreciate that, but I I don't I like when you were saying the idea of uh, saying that he wanted him. I mean, that, that that's one of those things where it's like I don't, I didn't see that pivotal point where he's going. This is what I need, and then it gets received or whatever. I didn't see that throughout the entire show, the movie. So that's something I guess I have to disagree on. I, I don't, I don't think it really delivers that. It doesn't say this is what we're doing now and delivery. It it, it never does that. You can imply it based off of what kind of decisions they make, but. To have one walk away while he's saying he needs to stay there doesn't really give me that kind of an answer. But I, I think that one of the more interesting elements I think that they ever kind of plays. I think that if I can find one cool little feature that this does that nothing else really does, besides you know the integral things that the story is telling itself. I mean, it's something I've never really seen before. Sure, you can say yeah, it's a, it's a crowded kid story or something like that. Sure, whatever, but. I think one of the more interesting, unique elements of storytelling that I think it did was more in how it does the – I guess it's something that you can see in like Nagiyasu or something like that where you're in one side of the community for so long that it, it changes you and then you go back into the other society and you realize just how how not fitting you are in that previous society. It does that well. I think that was re- one of the more interesting elements throughout the show. Um, and I, I kind of like the rivalry between, uh, Yuzan and, and Komatetsu, because it's like one of those things where you're like, that's not really a bad guy kind of thing. Like, they give you a bad guy that you don't really think he's a bad guy, but I think that kind of comes well with the idea of, from the get-go, you realize that Komatetsu is not technically in, you realize quickly in that world, yeah, he's not really the good guy. <laughs> like, it's, it's obvious from their first sparring that it's like, nobody seems to like this Komatetsu guy. Nobody's cheering for him. And I, that's that cool, I guess it's an underdog story if you want to say that. It's, it's the guy that nobody is cheering for, and you're on his side. You know that deep down he's got a good heart, and that kind of shines well when you have those moments where, you know, uh, I keep calling him Ren because that was his original name, but Kumatetsu calls him uh, Kyota. Kyota and, and Kumatetsu have their moments where they're just at home and they're just eating. Like, those, those are probably the most... If you were saying this is got that family feel, that's where I get the family feel. It's just those moments where they're eating together, they have spouts, and they keep going with it. Granted, I think the the spouts kind of, they do it too often, and it got to a point where it was like, okay, they're chasing each other around the house again, and they're still chasing each other around the house, and that scene's going a little bit too long. Move on kind of thing. But it, it does well. I, I, I appreciate it for what it was trying to do. But yeah, I guess my final point for the story is really that I like what they were doing. I like the story that he, the world that he created. I like the story they got into. I just think that it had too many little elements that I think didn't really 
he didn't have enough time to spin on each one of those elements, and he got too many of them to spend enough time with each one of them. I guess is the is the, the point. No, I, I don't I don't blame you. I I as a as a whole, I I I think that it felt a little bit too long. I I'm not going to argue this. I I I do feel like now I feel like I came away with a lot. Don't get me wrong. I but. The show as a whole did feel like it was, it did run a little bit too long. And and I think that you could probably put a lot of it around the idea of the kind of bickering back and forth between Kuta and and, and Kumatetsu. I I didn't hate it. I I really didn't. I, I, I liked it for what it was, but because it gave a lot of relief to really kind of this... I mean, maybe they could have probably dropped the go, f- go, go talk to all the the gods and find out what true true strength yeah, is. But, was, but it, again, it's that like, was one of those things where it's like there was something cool, didn't do anything with it. Yeah, it that that's that's the thing that I I would say if I was to like pin something that I didn't like on this show, I think that that little middle section for what it was, I know it was there and I know it was there for a reason. I. I don't think that they knocked it out of the park like they did with with Wolf Children. It's like that that that's, one that's section. That's really the issue that I have with this show is my my perspective of it, and I think that's an issue with a lot of people coming. It's like the, the 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 comments that go into it is this whole idea of well, this is Momono Hosoda's first one, and he doesn't have you know this person with him, or this proves that Momono Hosoda is not going to be the best next best one. It's like it sucks that. I too come in this going. Here's another Wolf Children, another perfect movie. I'm gonna watch another perfect movie. Even though I told myself not to do that, I still was trying to see that, and that hurts it. That sucks. And and I don't I don't I don't hate this this movie. I absolutely no. love it. I I love I I I don't sit here and go it's perfect like Wolf Children. I would go, it's almost there, but. It just went a little bit too long in the in the middle, and I don't I don't I don't hate it for that. I just I because I came away from it. I was I I was happy after the movie. I I didn't sit there and go well. I what I did was while I was when I came into it, I was like, yes, this is great. I love it. It looks great. In the middle, I was like, oh, okay, you, you move on with the the actual plot. I I know you're trying to give me some relief here, but once they got to the end and they were starting to actually pull everything together yeah there was a here and there i was like okay i i understand i think i understand what you were doing there i think i understand what you were doing there but i didn't hate it and i i came away i was very satisfied very happy with it and all all said and done does that make sense yeah i think my issue with the later parts is more the idea that i kept in my mind going was this an afterthought was this an afterthought yeah i know that you brought that up at the beginning but is this really an afterthought like you you didn't put you didn't breadcrumb this issue yeah, they in didn't and then you just crumb it, it all it just it was it was one mention at the beginning and like then what, suddenly it was a, a an issue at the end it was like there's a tournament late in the show and after that tournament after that it was like this is a different movie like this is not not i'm not meaning like literally this is seriously got to be a different movie it's just a what are we doing here i i yeah i'm i'm, I'm okay with this but was this an afterthought like i said before like you, would, was this planned or did we just want to Move this on to some big epic thing. It was it was such a I and and that's and that's it's really, really a something. departure with the idea of the entire movie so far up to that point was like 
like you mentioned before, very grounded. It, it, yeah, you're in a beast world, but it really seems like it's not like you, you were mentioning the fantastical. It wasn't yeah. feeling fantastical. It was just here's a boy. He's in this world. He's a he's a he's being trained of this guy, and yeah, so be it. They're actually beasts, but it was still very grounded. It was still very natural. And then, it, like I said, at that later point, that's when it gets fantastical. And it's like I didn't really need to do this. Yeah, it, it was it was one of those things that. I I wish I could I wish I could like nail it because I think I it's it's one of those things I I I believe I know what they were going for in that one particular thing but I don't and it's and it's so weird so I mean as 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 the show that that's how I feel about the show it really is I'm I'm very happy with it I I love it but at the beginning it was great I towards the middle I was like eh, get around to the point and then towards the end, some things I didn't like and some things I loved. So that's pretty much where I'm at. It, yeah, it, it's like it's a great. Okay, what are we doing? And then a uh, okay, that was okay. I mean, I'm, I'm good, kind of feel. But I, I think it. I think one of my favorite elements of the show because we keep talking about negative, and I hate that they, that's the easier thing to remember is negative things. But it does well in kind of every now and then giving you that reminder of that loss that Ren has, because I mean, it's really easy to kind of get lost in with him, get lost in this other world. And every now and then it kind of gives you, it, it it does well in these little moments where he's just kind of alone. It's quiet. Nothing's on his mind. It's not noisy. He, his mind is given time of peace. And then every now and then it'll, it'll slip in a, Oh yeah. Reminder. You have loss. And I loved. I thought those were really good moments. I I kind of wish they played off it more, but it, they were kind of one of those little gym moments in the show where he's reminded of something he has lost, and it, I, I guess there's very few I, shows and movies that do that very well. That idea of because with most storytelling, they they have that loss usually. If it's a loss and recovery kind of movie, they usually do the loss right at the beginning, and then it's just kind of that that break, and then you're kind of being builded up. But it never has those moments where it kind of just reminds you. And that's something that's truth with loss. You constantly remember what you have lost. And to have it reminded to him was just, like, thank you for doing that. I mean, it's it's good that you actually remind that character of that kind of stuff. Well, and I also like the fact that it was, it was, it was spread out. It wasn't something that was kind of like... A constant. I, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't waddle in it. Kind yeah, of thing. it was it was one of those things that was like, hey, remember you you technically still have this, and 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 the the idea is that this his his what happened to him in his youth happened, and then he had already pretty much mourned it, and then this was what happened after that, and that's kind of the way it was. Uh, it was kind of like right there at the end of his mourning. That's when kuma it came into his life so it was kind of like this now as you're going through the rest of his life that's when those thing those reminders were popping in and i i guess technically i'm hitting the spoiler and i'm trying not to i'm kind of trying to make it that's what i was kind of say I, I almost want to say a soft spoiler kind of thing like yeah technically you do if you look at any of the covers you know that there's like this element of somebody being brought in that is kind of in the modern world so it's like is it technically a spoiler to say that you have that return to the human world and that I found that part of the entire movie was probably one of my favorite elements because it's like I'm okay with a reverse a, a, a fish out of water, but I almost am more interested in this idea of the fish is so used to being out of the water, going back into the water is just as interesting to see. Yeah. 
and that's where I think the show had a lot more of this stuff that I got interested in. So it was like you had this interesting element of the him going into this fantasy world, and then you get this other element of what you've kind of been away from and how you're so un you're out of touch kind of thing. I actually appreciated that a lot more. So that was kind of one of those. So I guess it's it's better to say that I, I enjoy the beginning of it, had that lull point, but then I had that quick, oh, I actually like what's going on again, and then it kind of goes into the okay kind of ending. So that makes no sense to anybody but myself. <laughs> no, it made sense to me. I I, I understood it. That, 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 that It was at around that point that I, like I said, some things worked and some things didn't work, but it wasn't that they completely didn't work. It was that... There's one, and and we'll get into it when if if we do a spoiler, we'll actually talk about that one thing that is kind of bugging us. That I think that was the one thing that kind of didn't work in this entire story, and and I agree with Andrew on it. It it it, it was it was the 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 only thing that they didn't really work with the entire story, and yet it was such a pinnacle thing at the end. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess to, to kind of leave it off, um, I'm, I'm in the area of like, a it was a, it was a good movie. That's pretty much where I'm left out of it. So if you're looking for my perspective story wise, I'm in, I'm in the good area in the end, but I guess we could talk about other things like the visuals. <laughs> visuals were, were great. I, and, and especially I, and, and I know that they, they looked a little bit odd, but I think that they were trying to do some experimental special effects and it looked great i i don't think it fit is with the show as a whole yeah does that make sense i i think it goes in the same realm as wolf children like i know that a lot of people are like wow wolf children wasn't like epic looking or anything like that but it's like it looks soft it, it's definitely it seems like this is going to be studio cheese's style like this is what they're going for it's that very soft look of the characters but even that, I mean, the beast and everything had a, a really cool, unique look to them. They looked alive. Um, I think if I had any kind of meh moments, is it's really the idea of they have a lot of crowds in the show, and they're everywhere, tons of crowds, and they're constantly getting in those crowds. And, of course, what comes with crowds? CG. And people know Andrew has issues with CG, but I like that... Even though the crowds were CG, even when he was in the at the beginning when he's in the human world, like my immediate thought was like, oh no, here comes CG character uh, citizens everywhere. Didn't stand out like robots. Like even comparing it to something, and I know people are gonna hate me for bringing it back up, but uh, <laughs> uh, Anthem of the Heart. Everybody knows I I rant, ranted about some play scene where there was a ton a huge crowd in seats and they looked robotic and it killed the scene for me. This was way better than that. I mean, this this looked really good. And yeah, it still has a hint of CG, but I enjoyed it. I think it looked good in the CG they used. If I, they're going to use CG and they're going to do it that well, I'm fine with it. I would say if I if I had any beefs with the visuals, occasionally I seen almost shiny cars. Yes, yes, the shiny cars. There was a the later part where they show the car and it was like, don't do that again. Don't, I know. Don't that, show me that again. Uh, and and I don't want to say it was a bad thing. It was just one of those things that it was really that, quick. Yeah, it was. It was, like, it was very quick. But it was enough that it was it like, jarred me out of it. Like Need for Speed Underground suddenly jumped in the middle of my So sort of film, all shiny and but, light dark. But that that's that's one beef out of the entire yeah, show. Yeah, I I a, thought it looked a joke. 
Dogen Duag. Well, not not joke, but it's. I I I thought it looked beautiful. Like I said, even when you get to the quote unquote special effects that are happening later, and you'll know what I'm talking about when you see them. Just absolutely, I thought it was. It looked gorgeous. Yeah, I don't know that I kind of thought it fit. It kind of it kind of goes that borderline where you're like, eh. it's kind of <laughs> like a, it's kind of like Unlimited Blade Works, where it's got that shiny sparkle thing going on. And you're going, this isn't really in a anime world, right? But I'm kind of okay with it. <laughs> it's on that it's on that border. Okay, I'm cool, cool with this. No, I think the the and it, I'm not gonna really say that it's a down thing, but it's just one of those things where I noticed and it, it seemed like something very unique to this film was they were it seemed like they were doing this new thing with panning. No, I'm not I'm not talking about still image panning across the still image. I'm talking about they had a lot of shots where it just suddenly it seems like it's 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 locked onto this position. You see a building behind them. They're standing at a, a, a street curb. And then it just kind of pans to the left to see somebody else way off in the distance. And then it pans back to them. I like it and hate it at the same time. Like it was – on one hand, it was like, okay, you just had this whole scene take uh, – you know, go down and a part of it, there really is nobody in the shot because it's taken its time to go to the other group. But at the same time, I see it as being interesting and stylistic. But at the same time, I'm going – I would have better liked you to give me some unique camera angles, do something with the angles to give me a better shot of what's happening right now. Instead, I'm waiting for the camera to go back. And then I'm waiting for the camera. To... So it's like I'm, I'm mixed on it. Like I, I would like to have seen a better shot of what was happening in that scene. But at the same time, kind of a cool little perspective, a, a change in, in usual style, I guess. You even know what I'm speaking regarding of? I... I can visualize it in my head, but no, I don't remember a scene particularly that did that. So, <laughs> what was the scene where he first met the the one girl? I mean, you had that whole scene outside the the building, and it was kind of panning back and forth. I was thinking of the 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 first scene where they were getting ready to fight Eozen uh, uh, and and Kuma. So, <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't I thought I I, I think did it about it. three or four times. Yeah, was, I, I seem weird. to remember a scene where they had panned across the the crowd to to. Yozen, so yeah, yeah. This is specifically you'll see like there's here's a group of people, here's a group of people, and I kind of, it, oh yeah later the fight. the fight. I got you the when 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 he was beating up the yeah, the, the yeah, boys. Yeah, and, yeah, I got you. Yeah, and it, even that scene, it was like I didn't even see what went down, <laughs> but okay, I'll, I'll go with it kind of thing. I just thought it was interesting. It was it was it's something that kind of stood out to me. And like I said, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm not saying it's a I'm, I'm also saying that there's some things of it that makes me go, I would have liked this better. But it was it was a cool little thing that I thought was kind of unique to it. I've never really seen something do that that often as if it's some kind of new style they want to go for. Do you want to see them continue it? Yeah, use it a little bit more I, sparingly, but it's interesting. When it comes down to it, I I think I think he's trying to to push his his boundaries. See, I I, I think he's trying to see where he can go with this. I. Um, if you, if you want to get mad at the writing, so be it. But I do think he's trying to push his boundaries. He's trying to go somewhere. And, and that's why I like this guy. It's not because he's the, he's the next Ghibli. I, I like his style. I like what he's doing. I like his writing and I think he's doing something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was no point in this show, this movie where I was going, I don't like this. 
Like yeah. I, I enjoyed it all the way through. It was very entertaining. So it's like, it's like that whole stupid thing of this isn't this, this is proof that there's, this is not the next Miyazaki. It's like, I don't want a Miyazaki. I want Momo Hosoda. He's doing this. And I've never seen this before. I, I have not seen Miyazaki do this. I have not seen Miyazaki do Wolf Children. I have not seen Miyazaki do the girl who left her time. I'm watching Momo Hosoda and I am liking what he's doing. I want to see what he does next. He's already working on his Miyazaki, next piece of work. So. Miyazaki re- retired. We're not getting any Get more. Yeah. We're not, we're not getting any more. Let, let, <laughs> let him go. Let him go. Let's do Jimmy go. This is your new person. So support this because this is what we're going to see in the future. And I want to see what, uh, what he can do next. Sure. Does everything he have to make perfect? No, I want to see what he does next to see what kind of new, this cool little world that he created, this cool little bestial world that we just kind of went into and follow this this Kyoto kid through it. So cool stuff. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, sound wise, uh, good sound. I liked a lot of the sound effects. There was a lot of situations where he's kind of in a like one of the things that stuck out was when he first goes into a certain certain market, it's like you, you can hear all the rustling everything of everything inside there. Uh I got a cut of the chicken for dueling, some reason. The chickens for some reason worked for me. I was like the, the first duel scene, it was like this whole like stomping oh, yeah. and you hear all the yeah, stuff kind of oh, clatter. Yes. It's like that's cool stuff. They do really cool stuff with the sound design. Music wise, is in more in the realm of cool because I didn't really notice it. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of just fit the scenes. Nothing really stood out to me, and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But Did not check the dub, guys. I'm sorry. Unless unless <laughs> <Never> you did. <laughs> Never know. Uh, so yeah, sorry we can't give you a, a dub review, but most people know that coming into here that we never really We don't really do jobs, so. Uh, Blu-ray extras? Fail. Nothing. Fail. <laughs> <laughs> I, made a, I made a joke on Twitter. I'm like, and probably somebody's made this joke already, so I've probably never made it up, but if you're gonna put trailers and nothing but trailers and teasers in your extras button, don't even don't even bother. I don't want an extra button that I go, ooh, extras. Just trailers. put trailers. Just just say trailers. No, off I don't want even trailers. No, no, stick okay. on it. I would rather them I say go, trailers than I would rather them say trailers. And I'm fine with trailers and clean openings and clean endings clean being on there. Cool, but. At least say trailers, don't say extras, because the 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 first idea is either specials or or extras. Commentary, the first thing you're going to do, yeah, is go over to creation them. inside scoops, not trailers. I can find that on YouTube. Come on, yeah, but the first thing that you're going to do when you see extra over there is. I'm going to watch the movie, and then I'm going to go over there to the extra. That's the first thing you're going to do. And then I see a bunch of trailers. I've already watched the movie. Why would I want to see a trailer about the movie? <laughs> and if you'd watch it before you watch the movie, you're what are you doing? Watch the movie. <laughs> watch the movie. And you're going to get spoilers. But yeah, speaking of spoilers, I guess we should close out and go into a spoiler segment. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed this review of The Boy and the Beast. I hope we didn't talk... N- the negative talk didn't get overwhelming the I, it, good talk. It, but. All said and done, I love it. Go watch it. I, I don't, I, there's nothing that this, this, that what we have said should deter anybody from watching it. Yeah. It's a great movie. I'll put it good and entertaining. I enjoyed it. So, um, yeah, with that, again, we're at talkyspirit.com website. You can go there for our news reviews and coverage of new and old anime, as well as our wonderful community of the forum link at the top, social media links on the right side. Thank you, as always, to all of our Patreon supporters. And with that, we will close out. And again, when we come back, we will be talking full spoilers. So if you haven't watched it, walk away after the music ends. Y'all take care. Os.
All right, we are back, and again, this is going to be full-on spoilers for The Boy and the Beast. So if you have not watched Bakemono no Ko or The Boy and the Beast, stray away now, because we're going to go on the spoiler segment. So with that, yes. The whale, Chris. The whale. The whale. The, it, the darkness. It, it, it all <laughs> the darkness comes around the darkness, guys. This is the thing that me and Andrew were talking about the entire thing. The darkness never worked. We never understood it. It 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 was something that they kind of pointed at the beginning. Yeah, that that was the thing, they, and that that's that's why I mentioned the idea of the afterthought. That was my whole point. There was three things that I got stuck on for the afterthought, quote unquote, and that was the darkness. That was, uh, I guess, really everything else kind of plays off the darkness. The other one was really the element that I love the most was that fish that fish back in the water idea, where he's going back into the real world. At some point, they played off this idea of him becoming the beast, but they didn't quite – it just came out of nowhere. And it's like you could have played into that rather than just it be there. But yeah, that's – the darkness in that and it was something else that I can't remember. But there's this – there was like three things that were like – it seems like an afterthought. Were you really planning on doing this to begin with? And yeah, like like you said, it was right at the very beginning. It was He was angry and it was there. But then – I was I was half expecting it to be a thing because they pointed out again with with uh, Soshi he's like, and and Iuzan Iuzan was like you can't have a human here because the darkness is going to destroy everything. Yeah, we knew that, that we knew kind of the reason why was because Ichiro Ichiro Hiko was co- probably human. I mean that was kind of projected from like at the beginning. Um, it was either that or he was a girl, but it was obvious. I totally thought it was gonna be a girl. Like here it comes. Oh, she's covering her face. Oh, I wonder why she's covering her face because you. And then the boy voice no, came out. I was the like, Never reason mind. he was That's covering the, his face was because of the tusk. I caught that. I mean, when the second that he talked as an adult, it was like, okay, that's totally a guy. He doesn't have his tusks. It's confirmed. It's it's a human. He, they, he just doesn't want to admit to it, or he's hiding it. Yeah, that 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 like was projected from the beginning. But here's the thing. I, I can see Ichiho Hiko, and that was the other part of the, the, the family that's thing. That's what sucks about the, that was the other part of the like family this. thing it was, was Ichiro Hiko. I, I kind of was pointing at that. There was another family thing. It was him and how he fit in with Iozan's family right. was that he, he adopted him in it, but that's, that's beside the point. It, the, he was Very kind bad. of, he was kind of cute as uh, parallel. The two of them going, obviously Kuma was able to quell that darkness, but he wasn't completely able to extinguish that darkness. Iozan did the same thing with Ichirohiko, but he, when in the end, seeing Iozan lose was kind of what kind of spurred him into the next part. And that... And that that was even with the parallel of him him sta- stabbing Kuma, that kind of started Rin's journey into darkness. But because he had already had Kaida as a second like la- layer to his darkness, it, it, it was he was able to counteract that, and that was kind of a cool parallel. But then, where do you go from there? And that's where you get into the next the the biggest kind of problem that is what is the darkness? The darkness is kind of a hole in your heart. Is really kind of, it was kind of obvious. It was a hole. They yeah. kind of showed it. But what what fills that hole is the problem. Okay, if you're saying that only humans have this hole, that, that 
I, okay, you got to explain it a little bit more than that. You can't just say, well, you you have a hole in your heart just because you're human. Really, what they kind of was were trying to do was you don't be you're not accepted as a as a member of the family. Okay, that's why Ichiro Hiko was having the same problem because he was not he was not a true member. I don't think that the the storyline made it as viable because if if he was kind of a member of that family, yeah, I guess because Iozan was was lying to him his entire life. He wasn't truly a part of the family because he never turned in showed any bore qualities. Um, whereas Ren, because of who he was with with Kuma, he already knew he was a human. He he chose the life that he going into that that world. So yeah, they're they're parallel, but they're not parallel because they both have starting different starting points. And when you get to the end, the the end game, you have the this dichotomy between Ichirohiko has this him not being able to accept his family because he's he's been lied to his entire life, whereas Ren was never lied to. So he was able to what? accept the fact that he wasn't a he didn't have it that's where that's where the hole is the the you're you're breaking the 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 idea behind the hole just by that is they they aren't actually parallels so they can't actually be a, have the same problem yeah well I, I think it was one of those things where it was, it was spurred by uh one was spurred by loss and one was spurred by jealousy and revenge that's really a lot of it. Exactly. I mean, jealousy in the beginning when when he first beats the crap out of Ren, and then and then uh, revenge when when you know his father lost, kind of thing. Um, I mean, the whole is a cool idea, and, and and I think that you were kind of pointing that out. It was a cool idea. It just it never really. I was kind of expecting it to constantly play off it, like constantly every now and then. Ren being over there had anger about something or he got beat up by uh Jiromaru and suddenly you see this small appearance of it and then Ichiroku comes in and, and stops them and then they disappears. Something like that. I mean, like show me it kind of developing or show me it kind of peep its head up every now and then. If they really have this then obviously it's gonna be triggered by something, but maybe it's just one of those things where it only triggers on really important things and i guess that's really where it falls yeah i mean it was kind of it was a hole in the heart and yet it was it was kind of triggered by rage so i mean it i i get it 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 just i and i i mean i really really loved the ending where he fulfilled the the hole in his heart by becoming the sword in his heart which that was such a cool idea i loved it it just it was such an icing on the cake but when i <laughs> <laughs> and it gave it a great excuse to have the whale. The whale was such a cool thing. I thought it was beautiful. I thought, I thought the whale was cool. I thought it was artistic. I, yeah. Because it was this whole moment where he's walking in and he sees the book on the ground. He looks at it and so happens it has to, happens to be on that same word that Ren didn't know how to say. He sees that, vision, uh, visualizes it, becomes the whale, and there's this cool little scene where it's kind of going around through well, the streets. Well, and, and they had, and, and they had, and uh, Kaede and, and Ren had gotten into a discussion at some point talking about the idea that he was, that Nemo was battling uh, the, the, the whale, which was some kind of a reflection of himself, which, yeah, I see where you're going with your cool little idea, but, and it, and it looks really cool, but you, you're, you're, 
at that point, it's 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 almost like for what reason? I mean, really, I I would have been probably better off with just a a, a quick little battle between the two. Yeah, it was, I, th- it I was, thought it was. I thought it was plenty when they were in the fu- when they were fighting in the street and people were getting thrown around. It was, but I still liked. I thought the whole whale under the ground. It looked cool. I liked yeah, the idea of going through the streets and everybody's kind of. What is this shadow on the ground? They're fleeing around. The cameras can't pick it up, but they can pick him up. It was, it was that meshing between the because you had Kyoto in the Beast World, and this was now the Beast World in the Human World, and I thought that that was a really cool little, you know, conflict of worlds kind of thing. Yeah, and and, and that's and that's really what I was saying. It's like when it comes down to it, the the it, this the 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 scene as a whole, I loved it. I thought it looked great. I. It was just where do you take this whole thing and turn it into a well in in the end is is really the only real kind of beef. I mean, well, they showed where the his arms, the darkness manifests arms, and then it just went from there to manifesting what he's seen was the well, and he became the well kind of thing. Yeah, darkness just kind of manifests itself. And, and that, that I mean that and that's that's the whole thing. It's like on one end, I I love I love the movie as a whole. I mean. Like me and Andrew were saying earlier, it's the beginning was great. The middle part it lulled a little bit because of the the battle and training and 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 the weird go around to all the different gods and ask them what the the secret of strength is, and then you get to pretty much the little tournament and then this it is is really the movie and the tournament in itself was not there was nothing wrong with it. I didn't have any problems with it. You get to the ending part. You're 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 including Kaede, which was a wonderful story. And then well, that was me because I thought since I got that lull going into the human world, that was my favorite part of the movie. the The fish back in the water was my favorite part of the movie. Was him coming back in the real world, realizing he's never gone to school. He can't even read a book. He finds some way that gives him some kind of guidance. He's learning about. He's going to go to school. He's finding. Wow, I've been in this beast world this whole time. All I've been doing is training all the time. This sounds more interesting to me. Learning sounds more interesting to me. Finding more about this world is more interesting to me. Going to school because I've never gone to school is more interesting to me. And then have that kind of move into, yeah, and then he, he's having trouble getting to college because he doesn't technically have a place that he – no residence. He doesn't have anything to his name. They kind of wrote him off. That was really more fascinating to me. But I think the one thing they kind of failed to knock out of the park was – they have this whole scene where he realizes that he 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 outbursts just like Kumatetsu does. He he out he does exactly what his his what he his father created him to do. Like he's been around Kumatetsu for so long, he starts acting like him. He he outbursts at Kaeda, and then he realizes and he goes back. It was that, like that was such that a was... missed opportunity because they never really play off that idea that he's become a beast quote unquote and I think that was the thing that we're going for is like he he's become a beast and well, he's, yeah, that, that he's struggling be- am I a beast am I human am I a beast that, that, they could have played into that they could have developed into it but they didn't so it just comes out it happens and it's like there's another afterthought like you had this afterthought now we're gonna go with that now no and then that, that goes back to that acceptance thing that I was talking about. I mean it was a recurring theme for me at least through all through the movie and that was one of those scenes that was really him accepting is his self as a beast or accepting himself as a as a as a human that that internal conflict that was that was being caused there. And yeah, Kaede was kind of this 
snap him back into reality you're 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 breaking yourself you you either you have to accept yourself for who you are and that i i thought it was a great scene yeah, it was a good scene. I'm just saying that they never built up to it because the entire time that he was in the human world, he was just kind of this mellow guy. I mean, he was – I mean, that was a straight resemblance of, like, wolf children at the very beginning. I mean, you have this girl meets this guy, and it was this perfect little thing of he's never gone to school, and he's just this – he does want to learn, though, and then she's, like, in the school and wants to teach him. It was such a perfect little thing of, like, oh, I want to watch wolf children again because I yeah. have that same feeling. <laughs> But the problem was that he was just just like him. He was just like he was silent. He was very calm. And then out of nowhere, he does the beast thing. And it was like he should have been more. Uh, I guess showed more of his. I guess what they should have done is showed more of his habits that he got from the beast world. Like show him make stupid decisions or go. I am confused by this, and he shouldn't have to. Her have to go. No, no, no. You have to do it this way, and him go. Oh yeah, I, that's right. I've, I've never really had this because I've never. I've always been in the beast world. They didn't do enough of that fish back out of water thing that I was expecting them to do. If they want to go that route of going, oh yeah. By the way, the beast world is definitely influencing him because he just he went crazy on Kaida. You could have built on that. I, like like I said, I enjoyed it. It's just one of those things where you could have knocked this out of the park by building into it a little better. But I still thought that entire arc of the movie was easily my favorite. I love the idea of a fish back in the, the water kind of thing. So I, I don't know. I think that there is this aspect of some some traits that because his his argumentative tr- nature it should have kind of translated onto Kaide at yeah. some point. I, I so I'm not Instead disagreeing with very calm. He's very yeah, collected. he's very calm. But at the same time. I do know that there is this this tendency of people will will show a different side of themselves depending on the person that they're talking to. So I'm I'm not going to completely disagree and at the same time I do kind of disagree at a, at at a at a certain point because Kaide gave him something and plus I, you would assume he was attracted to her at some point but you know whatever. But at the same time, she was not the same as Kuma. Kuma, I mean, he's a hard-headed, loud guy. And and Kuta just, you know, rose to the challenge. I'm going to be loud and obnoxious, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you what I feel. Whereas Kaede was, he ha- she had something that he wanted, and he was exchanging for that. It, him being polite. And when he lost that, she let him know about it. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's that's pretty much all I have. Oh yeah, Soshi is was is best bunny. I thought he was pretty cool. <laughs> Soshi was pretty awesome. I want to be the. I finally decided I'm going to be a, a god of of decision decision making. making. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's probably like man. That was the best would line. Into that. I I I people I, would pay into that. I that was the best line of this the the show. I I have to admit it. I, after much deliberation, I have decided that I will be the god of decision making. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I Kaide, guess really... Are we still going for Kaide, best girl? I thought the lady that actually helped them find the college information, she was cool. <laughs> this book lady. She just kind of watching in the back and going, here, let me help you. I was like, she saved everybody. I like her. She's cool. No, I honestly, sadly, I didn't get enough Kaede, and that, that, that's kind of the unfortunate part of it. And I know that a lot of people talked about her just kind of coming out of nowhere towards the end, and it's like, yeah, I kind of see that, but I, I didn't find her to be 
a jarring or anything. She was just there, and they did well to kind of introduce her and not put too much spotlight on her. But she was she was cool enough, so it worked out in the end. But yeah, that was also I also liked the the growling scene with the 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 first training session. That was, that was a great too. scene. But yeah, I guess that's all we have. Um, hope you guys enjoyed this uh, spoiler discussion of the boy and the beast. Hopefully, nobody hates me like they usually do whenever I negatively talk about a show. I tried really hard to keep us on a on a on a generally happy. No, I think I was the one that kind of came us back and said, "Let's talk about good things." We were we you were trying we we you were failed. trying to hit each other, and it was like, eh, it, like I said, before, it's really annoying when you come movie. out of something like Wolf Children into this, and at the same time, it's also difficult to talk about the positive things because I, I was going to mention that earlier. It's like a lot of the positive elements of this show to give examples. Like you can talk about this movie, and it's like all the positive things are kind of loopbacks for how it kind of transitions so you can't really talk about the good things and give those examples without spoiling things that's what kind of sucks but all i hope everybody realizes that we liked it yeah that was good i hope you guys enjoy this uh discussion a, re- a spoiler discussion of the boy and the beast and again you can talk find us at otakuspirit.com for all of our news reviews and coverage of new and old anime as well as our wonderful community on the forum link at the top social media links on the right side we thank you all for listening and you'll take care Oos. Oh,